0: Hi, I'm Faith. And I'm Corey. And whether it's a book, movie, or a TV show, we'll stick with you to the better end.
1: If you had to give someone the rundown on basic, basic audacity and recording info, what would be, what would be the biggest thing you would want to tell your viewers Um, asking for a friend? Oh, so what would be, you know,
0: like the most important thing to do every time? Right,
1: right, right. What would be, what would be a really, really key detail before someone purchased a mic Mm-hmm. Bought some foam, uh, bought a pot filter. What would, what would be the most key piece of information that you would want them to know?
0: Well, it's funny you should ask, because the first thing I tell people who get into recording as I'm trying to help them learn to do Audacity, maybe first, second thing I say is, you need to make sure you have your microphone selected, because Audacity will default to your computer's internal microphone, which is crappy, always.
1: Mm. uh Corey, i'm curious (laughs) yeah uh how how negatively do you think that could emotionally impact someone (laughs) after finding out that they had been doing it wrong this entire time you know for a hypothetical like five or six episodes
0: um right 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 i on a scale one to ten i'd rank it pretty high on the emotional trauma like a nine (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because, just to let our listeners in on a little secret, uh, for the last five, six episodes, however many we've been doing since season sure. two started, sure, sure. Uh, when I introduced Faith to Audacity, apparently I didn't emphasize enough the <laughs> importance of selecting your own microphone. And so we've had mysterious recording problems, you may have noticed, on Faith's uh, end of the audio. <laughs> which yes. we've been endeavoring to fix for weeks now. <laughs> and every right. time we try to fix it, either new problems arise or the same ones persist. Namely, and if you haven't worked on recording stuff before, some of this won't make a whole lot of sense, but a lot of recording is focusing on levels, levels, as you might hear some podcasters say, or the the sound waves. They mm-hmm. should go up and down as your voice goes up and down, as the noise produced goes up and down but your internal microphone doesn't know how to do that it's not capable of capturing (laughs) the varied levels and Mm -hmm. so it just produces a monotone, like clipping sound where the audio sounds weirdly too loud and also too in a tin can uh and it looks really (laughs) strange that's a
1: good way to describe our last seven episodes corey (laughs)
0: And it looks really strange on a recording, so we could see it visually, because we watch the recording Mm -hmm. as we're talking, and we've been trying to fix it, like, making sure we're we're recording in stereo and not mono, making sure that we are, uh, we don't have the gain turned up too high or not turned up too, like, enough, and we've been adjusting all these things. Faith has bought a new microphone, because she had been using her husband's for a while, and then... Faith yes. got foam to try and get rid of the tin can sound. Faith got a boom like arm to put her mic on and a shock mount to keep it from like catching jostling sounds and a pop filter to try yes. and like, block out the what sounded like somebody in her building running a dishwasher. <laughs> and all al- <laughs> all along that dishwasher sound, the internal noises, like all the things that we could not cut and the fact that the audio always looks Exactly the same level, no matter how loud or quietly Faith is speaking. Yes. All of this that we have not yes. been able to fix is because it's the internal microphone in her computer and it's picking up things like the fans running to cool the computer and like clicking on the keyboard <laughs> or breathing because it doesn't have any pop filters or anything like that. And right. So it's driven us a little bit crazy. And tonight, finally, I said, hey,
1: send me a picture. <laughs> Send me a picture of your whole recording screen. And I said, Corey, do you think I'm trying to catfish you? I wouldn't lie to you about my recordings. I'm sending you all you need to see. Don't worry about the rest, Corey. I'm sure everything is as it should be. And then she proceeded to send me a picture
0: of only the right-hand side of the screen, which leaves out the most (laughs) important information. That I so, needed when I started getting this sinking feeling because back to back, Faith used two different microphones and the audio looked exactly the same. And one of the microphones she used is the same kind that I use. And I yes. said, that cannot be. And I got this
1: like sinking feeling in the pit of my stomach. Um, uh, I would like to add that there were um there were several key clues along the way that um Watson and I missed. Um, yeah, you're calling yourself thing...
0: Sherlock in this situation because we figured
1: out the you figured out the mystery.
0: <laughs> um, uh, I'm not saying been... I'm always
1: Sherlock, but in this case, <gasps> in this case, I uh... am. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I can be Watson, but I, I really feel like the girl who got my bag stolen by like the neighbor <laughs> I see every day who is wearing one of those fake noses and eyeglasses. And I mm-hmm. said, I really don't know who it was because the biggest thing, the very, very largest clue in that we uh-huh. had that something might not be right was the fact that I would turn my microphone volume all the way up to a hundred and then all the way down. And we were like, there's no change. There's, yeah. there's no there change. should be change. Nothing has changed. Nothing is happening. We are watching this microphone stay the same, no matter what we do to it. Well, and we thought it's like an off brand
0: microphone. So a little bit, I was like, well, maybe it's just not like, maybe it's just not up for the job. Maybe you got sold to dead, but, uh, Sorry for, Here we were. <laughs> yeah, apologies to Faith's microphone and the company that made it. Because her microphone's doing just fine, as you can probably tell now, compared to previous episodes.
1: Hopefully. I, I pray you will forgive us our... Um, trespasses. What would you call it? Yeah, our trespasses. As we forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> um. I just hope that next time Corey is teaching me something... She, she knows that I am. I'm trying my best, but <laughs> maybe remind me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and I guess to, for me as a teacher, it's a lesson like when it's something so important, I should really repeat it more. I guess.
1: Well, I will let our friend know since we're asking for a friend that yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: th- that this is a critical lesson, a a painful lesson. <laughs> Speaking of painful lessons, uh, we're going to talk about a TV show today
0: in which the main, one of the main characters never learns a lesson, uh, especially painful ones, and never takes personal responsibility. So good on you for taking responsibility for this happening, but oh, also yeah. I take responsibility also. Um, and we're learning from our mistakes, which is something this main character doesn't really do.
1: So, so. we're already creating a better ending for for this main character, yeah, unnamed. yeah. Thus that's going to
0: be an important. That's going to be an important part of this story, I think. So today we're talking about Gilmore Girls, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. I've watched it through probably like three or four times. Uh, maybe not all the way through, but almost all the episodes through all the that many times. Your favorite Altogether. ones. Yeah, although every. Every once in a while, I'll just start watching the show again, but I skip episodes I don't love. So, like, Mm. anything with, like, difficult conflict that makes me, gives me, like, secondhand anxiety or embarrassment, I skip.
1: Sure. But how much do you know about Gilmore Girls, Faith? Uh, once upon a time, we had a sweet mate who only ever watched Gilmore Girls, and I know a lot secondhand Mm -hmm. because of that experience, um... Mostly I would just go into her room, lay on her floor and like watch her get mad at the characters and talk about mm-hmm. how terrible they were. I That's have fair. since I have since watched, I think the first 2 seasons, maybe 3, mm-hmm. um on my own and it's okay. So you've seen you've seen
0: some of it, but not all the way through. Okay. First off, I'm going to warn you That I'm going to spoil the whole show for you and
1: anyone listening. Sure. Well, Um, we, as we have already said, are a podcast about spoilers.
0: This is true. Just important to continue to remind people so no one's like, hey, I came here not to hear about the endings of things despite the title of the show. (laughs) You can't. You can't say that to us. I mean, you can, but we won't listen. We won't take you seriously. No. So. You fool. You fool. We're talking about Gilmore Girls. And I have seen all of it. And it's a lot to condense in a shortish amount of time. So I'll try to hit the highlights and focus on things that I think we could change. Or or focus on parts that I think need to be changed to give it a better ending. So we're only going to cover the original series, which is seven seasons that ran from 2000 to 2007. So it's got lots of early 2000 vibes and outfits.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: And the premise of the show is that Lorelai is this young, independent, very entrepreneurial, carefree kind of mother who has a daughter named Rory, who was born when Lorelai was only 16, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. And so they live in kind of a ramshackle big house that they love and they rent and they they take care of it as best they can they don't cook at home because Lorelai doesn't cook and Lorelai works at the Independence Inn and manages it and she's worked her way up all the way from maid to manager and Mm -hmm. the whole town that they live in Stars Hollow really rallied around them when Lorelai moved there as like a young teen mom Mm -hmm. and loves them like everybody in town knows everybody and they all love Lorelai and Rory wait and so question did she
1: move there when she was 16 years old she left her parents house
0: yes so that's an important thing her parents Richard and Emily Gilmore are super rich like ugly rich yeah. yeah so they live in a big mansion and they had big plans for lorelei and they were super controlling they always wanted her to dress a certain way talk a certain way marry a certain kind of person and they had her whole life mm-hmm. like mapped out for her and lorelei rebelled and didn't care for that she went to a prestigious like prep school and didn't love it because all the kids there are mean and she, mm-hmm. she didn't want that kind of life. She wanted to work for what she had and, and be more in a t- independent. And she dated this guy mm-hmm. named Christopher. And then she gets pregnant. And her parents start planning out the rest of her life with this baby. Like, well, you'll have to marry Christopher. And we'll get Christopher a job at the firm that Richard works at. Because, of course, he's a lawyer. He had... Either her dad had to be a lawyer or a doctor. And... Sure. So sure, they sure. start planning out their whole future... And Lorelai just nope's out of it.
1: Does she run away? Yeah,
0: basically, like she takes her baby and leaves. And they at go sixteen to, years old. At sixteen years old, she takes her baby and she leaves, and she goes to Stars Hollow, which is a nearby little town. And she finds the Independence Inn, and the lady who owns it takes her in. They have a guest house on the property, or or like a like a pool house kind of building that has like a bedroom and a little kitchenette and all that and she lets them live there and Lorelai raises Rory there and the whole town helps her and she refuses to take anything from her parents no money no assistance no favors nothing and she really doesn't talk to them at all Mm -hmm. for years so I have
1: I have seen this part of it I've seen several it, probably I've seen about a season and a half, but it's been a really, really long right. time. Right. Well,
0: and all this stuff I'm talking about are things that are talked about, not shown on screen. Okay. Because the show picks up when Rory is 16. Mm-hmm. So Rory is going to be a sophomore or a junior in high school. I guess. or she's 15, and she's going to be a, she's going into high school, or she's going to be a sophomore in high school, and Lorelai has raised Rory. They've built this really wonderful life and they're more best friends than parent and child in a lot of ways because they're so close Mm -hmm. in age. Sure. And they love all the same things. And Lorelai is spontaneous and outgoing and kind of impulsive. And Rory Mm -hmm. is a lot more laid back and calm and mature for her age and really, really smart for her age. And Mm -hmm. Lorelai has dreamed of giving Rory like this amazing life. That's been her whole life goal is giving Rory all the opportunities, all the things that she missed out on because she ran away and had to basically
1: fend for herself like this.
0: And so sure, she had to become dreamed. an adult
1: at the age that her daughter is now just experiencing, yeah. teenage and, years.
0: And Lorelai's really smart, but she never got to go to college. And she she's always pushed for Rory to be academic. So Rory makes like all A's. And Lorelai, uh, Lorelai wants her to go to Harvard one day. Okay. And Rory wants to go to Harvard. That's like their big dream. And now mm-hmm. that she's getting into high school, Lorelai realizes, well, she really needs to go to a nice, like a nicer school to better right. her chances to get into some place like Harvard.
1: So she wants to send Rory to the same private school that she went to or her parents wanted her to go to?
0: Yes. So Lorelai wants to send Rory there. But the problem is, and it's called Chilton, which is okay. a pretentious name. Sure. And the problem is big private schools require big private school money and Lorelai makes enough for them to have this sweet little life in Stars Hollow but not a whole lot more and so she's desperate for how to get enough money they won't take like she can't take out a loan for it and the school's really like not budging to help her Mm -hmm. and so Lorelai does something she never thought she would do and she goes to her parents and asks them for assistance and her dad's like help happy to help. And her mom is too. But before her mom will agree for them to help, they make a couple of conditions. Okay. They have almost not seen Rory at all since she's been born. So sixteen years, Lorelei has kept them almost entirely out of her life. Mm-hmm. And so they have no relationship with Rory. They've maybe seen her a handful of times altogether. Mm-hmm. And so Lorelai's mom Emily says we'll give you the money we'll get her all the way they say we'll get her all the way through Chilton and all the way through college wherever she goes Mm -hmm. but every Friday night you and Rory without fail have to come to family dinner every Friday night forever forever and well until school is over so all of high school all of college like eight years minimum okay and Lorelai doesn't really want to do it but she wants to help Rory and so she agrees and so they start doing these Friday night dinners which are a, a point of tension a lot of the time because Emily and Richard kind of uh they twist the knife a lot of the times they they poke fun at what Lorelai is doing or they undermine or downplay her accomplishments they question Mm. her parenting decisions they want to interfere they want to throw big parties for Rory which makes Rory uncomfortable and also uh like cuts Lorelai out of what they're doing Mm -hmm. and it's just it's really difficult but they start building relationships and there's moments of triumph and moments of anger and fights and all that kind of stuff but Friday night dinners persist
1: uh, Rory... So it seems, it seems oh, like they are trying to do the same thing with Rory that they did, that they did not succeed at with Lorelai.
0: So that's what Lorelai is suspicious of. Okay, this whole time, and so she talks to like her best friend Suki, who's the chef at the inn, about it. But the thing is, like Emily and Gil- Emily and Richard seem to have learned some of their lessons because they're not nearly okay. as controlling of Rory. They Mm -hmm. still want to interfere and do some stuff, but they don't control her every move. And they listen to what she says. Like one of the big triumphs in their whole relationship is everything they serve at their dinners are fancy. Like fancy to the point of not really being things normal people find edible. (laughs) And so, but at one point, Rory mentions that she likes chocolate pudding. And so they go another night and Emily has had plain chocolate pudding made. And Aww. it blows Lorelai away because she's like, my mom never listens to anything I say that I like or don't like. Mm-hmm. And she did this. And so then even like a almost
1: an edge of jealousy appears. Sure. Yeah. You're giving so her the is, childhood you never gave me.
0: Right. Because they listen to Rory. They want to do better. They're trying to mm-hmm. do better. And mm-hmm. Lorelai
1: kind of resents
0: that. But she's also at the same time happy for Rory, even though she's suspicious of them. So that's a whole complicated plot line that continues through the whole series. Okay. Then there's also Lorelai's dating life, which can be summed up in a series of bad decisions. She dates okay. some really like, sweet guys, and then she always ends up breaking up with them because she can't commit. She gets engaged to a couple of them. She marries one of them. Uh, Christopher, uh, Christopher, who's Rory's biological dad,
1: but she she always ends up breaking
0: it off. Yeah. They get married for a little bit, but it doesn't last. Like they're married for like three or four months. And the thing is, even though they have this connection, they love each other as people. Neither of them is willing to compromise like their lifestyle they had. Right. And he, even though he was like the bad boy in high school, his parents are rich, like the Gilmores. Mm hmm. And he's kind of... He's benefited from that. So he's soft and he's not reliable. Um, Sure. And so he's not really a great choice. Even Rory's like, you shouldn't marry him. (laughs) But Lorelai doesn't listen. So that's the whole thing. Rory also dates several boys. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about them in a second. But Lorelai grows up as the show goes on. She starts off super impulsive, uh, coffee obsessed, which stays the same. And <laughs> fast talking. Those are like common or, or characteristics that follow through the whole show, which make it very fun, especially they do so many like pop culture references and quotes. It's very quippy and, and quick and entertaining. You get lots of references and they're very you, funny to listen to.
1: Do you know the one reason why my mom refuses to watch Gilmore Girls is because she thinks that they're too quippy. She thinks they're too <laughs> on the cuff, off oh, the cuff. Uh, off the cuff off the cuff yeah i uh, what <laughs> that's her reason she says she doesn't think anyone realistically is like bah-da-da, bah-da-da,
0: bah-da-da. Well, da but, but also it, television isn't 100% realistic
1: no i absolutely enjoy the the banter i would right, call it the the
0: banter's my favorite part i actually i i watched or read an interview with the creator of the show And she talked about that normally one page of, like, written dialogue is, or one minute of filmed dialogue is one page. Uh, But for Gilmore Girls, one page, like, it took two pages for one minute of spoken dialogue. Yeah, they talk at roughly double the pace of average shows. But it makes it really... So it's not in her head. This is a real right. thing. No, no. They're very quick. They talk very quickly. Mm-hmm. That's a real thing. So they're fast talking and Lorelai is childish. She makes poor decisions. She's, she's gossipy and, and kind of annoying early on. She seems more like the child and Rory seems more like the adult because mm-hmm. Lorelai is late to their for getting them to Rory's first day at this fancy school and all this kind of stuff. And, and it's just, it's like that. Or and then she dates her to, teacher. Yeah, she does date her teacher. She gets engaged to Rory's teacher, Max Medina, who's super sweet, but she just can't commit to it. And part of why she can't commit to any other guy is because she's in love with Luke, who runs Luke Steiner, Luke Daines, mm-hmm. who's super sweet, who this whole like 16 years that they've lived in, in Stars Hollow has like looked out for Rory and Lorelai and cared about them and and given them their coffee for their coffee fixes and poked fun at them and tried to get them to eat healthy and do better. And sends them food if mm-hmm. they're sick and celebrates their birthdays at the diner and all this kind of stuff. And he's grumpy and he's difficult and he's kind of surly. All those kind of old manny kind of words. But he's not old. He's just like that. <laughs> but really, he's got like a heart of gold. And he loves Lorelai too, even though he acts annoyed with her and gets aggravated. And mm-hmm. they finally date <laughs> later on into the show. And then they break up at one Ugh. point, and then they get back together. I'm not going to know the exact number of times that they break up and get back together, but it's more than once. Okay. But the time that is the worst is in the last season or two, Lorelai is finally ready to commit. Like, she's ready okay. to be married to Luke mm-hmm. forever. And they've had some stressful stuff. Like, Luke finds out he has a child who's 13 who's he has never met before. Oh. Um, and that girl comes into his life, and he's super protective of her, and and is kind of weird about letting Lorelai be around her, and that hurts he doesn't Lorelai's want her feelings. to turn turn out like Rory, not that, but he doesn't want he doesn't want Lorelai to be a temporary thing in his daughter's life, and he also doesn't he knows Lorelai is great with girl like little girls, and he's afraid she'll once his daughter gets to know her she won't really like him anymore because he's boring Uh. in comparison oh yeah so he he has all these things but then they kind of get it straightened out and things are better and then Lorelai's like ready to be married they've been dating this whole time they've been engaged they've been working on expanding her house so that there will be room for them and also uh, Rory and so they don't have to they'll always have a space for her and he's a carpenter on the side like he's a handyman kind of person and so he's been doing this project and Lorelai comes up and she's like let's run away like let's get married now
1: Mm -hmm. they've been planning
0: a wedding but she's like let's just do it like right now okay and he says I gotta think about it and she says it needs to be now or never
1: Uh, that's not fair (laughs) no it's not fair
0: And because he, you can't put
1: anyone on the spot even a fiance right, about right. something and, so huge
0: right and that's his he's a very thoughtful like slow to make a decision kind of person uh-huh. and so it's really unfair to him and he says then like he's like i can't he said, i can't do that i can't do that right now and she says okay and she leaves and then she immediately i don't know if she calls christopher or christopher calls her this is rory's dad and her ex from high school uh-huh. But he comes over and stays at her house and uh. yep. And the next day, this is the part that's going to make you the most sad. The next day He comes day, back and wants
1: to get married. Luke
0: shows up outside her house and he's packed his truck and he has all this stuff cuz she had talked about like let's just go camping or let's go to this town or whatever and he has all the things in the back of his truck and he says I'm ready. He, oh. says I, he says, I had to think about it. He says, I stayed up all night and I started packing and I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to be married to you forever. But it's too late. And it's too late. And so they break up and that's like near the end of the whole show. And you're like, well, then like, will they ever get back together? And Lorelai and Chris get engaged because she's like, well, I was ready to get married. And uh, Chris is like, yeah, fine, like let's get married.
1: <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> Isn't you that can't problematic? just do that. Yeah. yeah. The fact that this is the whole we were on a break thing. Yep. You, yep, yep. you had one night that you couldn't have just kept it together, stayed mm-hmm. home, had a cup of coffee, cried a little if you need to, wake up in the morning nice and refreshed, and not have defiled your relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm just going to get married to someone else now. I already have the dress.
0: She immediately, she and Christopher get married. The whole town is mad. Because the whole town was super, the whole town was kind of unsure about her and Luke getting married. There's this whole Mm -hmm. thing. This is like a a rabbit trail of they were like, everyone had to pick a side in case Luke and Lorelai broke up. Of who would be able to go to Luke's and who couldn't go to Luke's. And who was team Lorelai and who was team Luke. And they had to wear ribbons.
1: no stars stars hollow is a little bonkers uh i don't care for that i don't care for that one bit neither did loreline luke
0: neither did and luke but the town was kind of right because and luke were like we're in it for the long haul we're never breaking up and they're like well you haven't set a wedding date and they're like we're not that doesn't mean we're not getting married but it did Uh, it did mean that so the uh, town was kind of right (laughs) Uh, And so then they do have that problem. And then everyone in town hates Christopher. He doesn't get the warm, like, welcome wagon full of goodies that most new people who move to Stars Hollow get. Nobody, Uh like, says hello to him places or talks to him. And he's, like, aggravated about it. And he wants Lorelai to fix it. And that's a whole ordeal. And, yeah, it's a mess. But by the end of the show, she and Christopher have gotten divorced. And Lorelai and Luke start warming up to each other. And in the last couple of episodes, Luke, as like, as Rory is getting ready to go, uh, because Rory gets through Harvard, not Harvard, Rory ends up going to Yale instead of Harvard, which is a whole nother thing that we don't have time for. But she goes to Yale. Okay. And she finally graduates. And she's getting ready to leave. And do whatever Mm -hmm. the next big thing is. This whole time, Rory has wanted to be a journalist. And so she gets a job. At the last minute, she and Lorelai have planned this whole big summer vacation and all this stuff. And they're going to do a recreation of her graduation for the whole town. Because she could only get four tickets to graduation. But the whole town wanted to go. So the whole town's like, well, you have to recreate it for us. Isn't it? The whole town loves (laughs) her and Lorelai so much. Yeah. And, yeah, and they don't appreciate it enough. Rory doesn't appreciate it enough sometimes. hmm But she gets this job to go cover Obama's campaign for an online magazine. And she'll, like, she has to leave three days after graduation. And that's not enough time for the big recreated graduation. The town's really disappointed. Rory's freaking out Lorelai is devastated in a lot of ways because she doesn't get to have this last summer with Rory Uh and things are kind of crazy Rory's grandparents are kind of upset because they've kind of all gotten to a good place yeah and now this is going to be the end of family dinners on Friday nights because Emily knows she can't hold that over Lorelai's head anymore so Lorelai's not going to come to dinner and all this stuff and so everyone's freaking out (laughs) yeah and so it's a really stressful last couple of episodes, but Luke is, Luke, like, steps up. And so he just very quietly starts planning a, like, Bon Voyage party for Rory for the whole town. And so he Aww. coordinates everybody. They don't tell Lorelei or Rory. They just start planning it. And in all of this, he wants to buy Rory a graduation present. Okay. And, yeah, And when he does, he buys, his sister makes jewelry, and so he goes to buy something from her, and he gets earrings for Rory, and his sister is like, hey, you should get Lorelai this necklace. Mm. It's perfect for her. She's like, I made it with her in mind. And something happened a few episodes earlier where there was, like, karaoke at a restaurant in town that everybody goes to. And Lorelai was there with Rory and Rory asked her to sing and she sang I'll Always Love You or like, you know, the the one.
1: Um I do not. Maybe you should sing it for uh, us. Uh no. Um, <laughs> it's the
0: it's the and I one. Oh. Yeah. The and
1: I one. I, yes. I do I do in fact know <laughs> that one.
0: So she sings that song, and Luke is there, and they lock eyes, and she's definitely singing it to and about him. And the whole time mm. is like, ooh. <laughs> 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 ooh. They're all excited. Yeah. And then Luke and Lorelei are like friendly to each other. He starts wearing a hat that she gave him, and she's mm. like an olive branch. And she's like, I have to reciprocate somehow. But she doesn't know how, except that she goes and buys a muffin from him for the first time in a long time. And things seem to be kind of normal between them. And so he does buy that necklace.
1: Okay. Even though
0: he refuses to acknowledge, he's like, it'll be a backup gift for Rory if she doesn't like the earrings. And his sister's like, "Uh uh-huh. And Uh (laughs) Also, I notice I've talked really fast during our recording, which is appropriate for the show we're talking about. Um... (laughs) And then the night before the Bon Voyage party is going to happen, it's going to rain all oh, day no. the next day. Is this an outdoor Bon
1: Voyage it party? Is. It
0: is. It's going to be the whole, like, town square and because that's the only place you can fit the whole town. Sure. It's going to rain, and everyone's like, well, we're going to have to cancel it. Like, it's a good thing we never told them it was going to happen. Aww. And Luke, they're like, too bad you can't find one of those big wedding tents in the middle of the night. And Luke just goes home. And then you see him in the diner all night sewing together different tents. Uh And he just sews Uh. together a patchwork of tents all night, big enough to cover the whole town square in this beautiful patchwork of tents. And they're waterproof and everything's fine. And they set up all these like hodgepodge tables and chairs. And they have all this food that everybody made. And it's beautiful. And then right as Lorelai and Rory are like driving into town to like buy a couple last things they need for her trip the next day. They uh-huh. turn on to she oh Rory's like been trying to call people and she's like nobody's answering. I want to say goodbye to them before I leave and nobody's answering. And uh-huh. they like, turn a corner and they can see the square and Lorelai goes, "Look, I think you're gonna you're gonna get to tell everybody goodbye." And you see the big bon voyage party underneath this patchwork of tents and it's real sweet and they get to go and they they get to say goodbye to everybody and everybody's super excited for her
1: and it's very very sweet it yes. sounds very very sweet and then
0: as the party's going on Lorelai goes to look for Luke and of course he's gone back to the diner to like get more ice or something and mm-hmm. they run into each other and he she says like you didn't have to do this because she knows it's him Mm-hmm. Or somebody mentioned maybe that Luke had done, like, who organized this? And someone had said Luke. And he says, I just like to see you happy. Aw. And then she, like, gets Luke? tears in her eyes. And and they kiss, and they're back together. And then, like, the next day you see her wearing the necklace that he gave her. Um, Aw. Yeah. So, it's so real this is sweet. the end of the series? This is the end of the series, and then Rory leaves. Other things that are important to note. And these are, like, I've given you the highlights and, like, some of the best parts of the show, and sure. also some of the worst, related to Lorelai. But now I'm going to tell you the bad things about Rory, because there are some. And
1: this is okay. things that I think have to change. So I mm. I have seen a lot of memes lately. I don't know why this has become a resurgence in society, because I think this mm-hmm. ended 10 years ago. But well, all of so them... Well, so only... Only a couple years ago, they did a,
0: like, a revival for four Mm -hmm. long episodes on Netflix called A Year in the Life. Okay. So, that might have something to do with it.
1: But anyway, go ahead. So, I've seen a lot of memes of people saying rory going back to read a book after being horrible to her mother and cheating on her boyfriend and then it's just the la 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 like noise of the theme song that just plays throughout the entire thing so i assume Mm -hmm. some of her negative traits
0: some of that is from a year in the life so we won't get into that because that'll be a different episode of this okay we're just talking we're talking about the original series sure but Rory is also horrible in the original series because Rory at the beginning. Yeah. Rory at the beginning is smart, like kind of quiet. She's sweet to her mom. They have this great relationship. She has good friends and she's a good friend in return. Like her Mm -hmm. friend Lane is her best friend and they're great. And then, uh, I don't know what changes. I think it's that she goes to Chilton. She goes to Chilton. Everyone's kind of a jerk and rich. And then all of a Uh sudden, Rory is kind of rich, too, because her grandparents are willing to pay for anything she wants or needs. Uh Uh-huh. And she becomes an entitled brat. Oh, no. And additionally, it's kind of that syndrome of people who grow up thinking, like, they're the smartest kid in their class, and then they go to college, and they're among a bunch of smart kids, and they don't know how to cope with being fairly average or, like, just a little above average. Uh Uh-huh and Rory's like that.
1: Okay. So, so she, she thinks to... she's something special until she right. sees that Chilton kids also think they're something special.
0: Right. And they all like push themselves. So at her public school, she makes all A's and does great and then she fails her first paper in her first English class, like her first month at Chilton. She falls asleep, doesn't she? She uh so she sleeps through when she should have gone to take a test. That's a separate thing. <laughs> Oh, okay. And yeah, so she's not thriving at Chilton. She meets some mean people, including Paris, who's mean, and we don't have time for her because there's just too much. But Rory also is a sucky person in her whole dating life because she dates Dean, who Mm -hmm. is the sweetest boy in town. He's not super academically motivated, and that's like a negative for Rory. She really wants him to be more of a go-getter kind of person. But he's very sweet. He's very thoughtful. He loves Lorelai and Rory and hangs out with them and does the stuff they like to do. And he's really thoughtful. He he restores a car for her. Uh, like a wow. classic car. Yeah, it's so sweet. And then uh, Luke's nephew, who's like a troubled kid,
1: comes okay. to town
0: because he's gotten in so much trouble. It's a real Will Smith, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air kind of situation. And so he gets sent to Stars Hollow because his mom's like, I can't deal with him because he's too much trouble. And then, but he's, he's like a poet and he has read all these like big books and Rory's impressed and also intrigued because he's dangerous. And so she starts hanging out with him while she's still dating Dean. And then she gets aggravated with Dean and all this stuff happens. And then she gets in a car accident with Jess because she lets Jess drive her car. Her restored car? Yeah, that Dean restored for her. Ugh! No! Doesn't it make you real mad?
1: (laughs) It makes me, it makes me, ugh. She's a child. She's probably 15. She's making dumb kid choices, but it does make me angry.
0: Yeah, and she doesn't get better at it. Because then she and Dean break up, and she dates Jess. Jess. And then they don't date for a whole long time. Like, that's not a sustainable relationship. And Jess sure. moves away and just kind of comes back sometimes to stir up more problems.
1: Oh, no. And
0: then Rory goes to Yale. And then she comes back. And I'm going to get parts of the timeline wrong. But okay. she comes back. And in the meantime, Dean has, like, dated another girl. And they've gotten engaged. And they get married. Oh, wow. Married. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. And then Rory breaks up their whole marriage. No. Yep. Breaks up their whole marriage. And then also still can't be very nice to Dean. Uh. And then she, like, leaves Dean after having ruined his whole life.
1: Wait. How long Mm -hmm. did it take for her to break up their marriage and then leave him? Like six months? (sighs) Part of this is Dean's fault. We, can't, we yeah, can't say this is, sure, this is sure, the sure. homewrecker Rory's fault. Because he probably cheated on his wife with Rory. Mm-hmm. So that's for not sure. stellar of him for any sure. more than it's stellar of her. But also, mm-hmm. you should have more class than to go in and say, this is something I'm going to pursue.
0: Yeah. Well, and the worst part is, so when Lorelai finds out, mm-hmm. Lorelai's real upset with Rory. And she's like, yeah. you, you're you the other woman. Like, how could you do this? And Rory says, he's my dean. My dean. My first boy. Like, he's my dean. And Ro- Lorelai's, <laughs> Lorelai's like, why? You can't think
1: that way. He's married. Yeah, not yours. You don't get yeah. to possess a person. It's not like my keepsake. You don't get right. to just tuck him in your pocket, pull him out, dust him off, scratch mm-hmm. off the other woman and say... Back again. Oh, I don't want you anymore. Yep. And that's what she does. She
0: dates a few other people in college. Most importantly, she dates a boy named Logan. Okay. Who is a rich party boy who never really takes school seriously, even though he's super smart. But he's also from the richest family you've ever heard of called okay. Huntsburgers, which is a silly okay. name for rich people. But he's that thing. And his dad runs a whole bunch of newspapers, like a lot of them. Oh, isn't she um, going for writing or journalism or something? Journalism. Exactly. Okay. She wants to write for a newspaper. And so she dates Logan. Logan really likes her. His parents don't like her because they don't think she comes from rich enough people. They're almost like royalty level picky. Okay. And it's a whole big mess. Um, there's so much. <laughs> and it's such a mess. But anyway, Logan actually like tries to be a good person uh for rory and commits to he never has been where he'll date somebody like a person and okay. so he commits to do that and he sticks to it and they're great and they they date for the long run and as this process goes on and as laurel as rory's at yale she becomes more and more the kind of person Lorelai didn't want to be oh no she's the kind of person who gets what she wants because she comes from a good family and has the money she feels entitled she doesn't understand like she can't take rejection or criticism and she's Mm, whiny and difficult and that's that's when the whole dean thing happens in this whole time period too before logan and okay logan logan grows and becomes less like that But Rory becomes more and more like that. To the point where she gets an internship at one of Logan's dad's papers. Okay. And Logan's dad tells her, mostly just because he doesn't want her to date or marry Logan. Okay. He tells her, you don't have the chops. Like, you can't be a, you'll never be a real reporter. Mmm. And she can't see through the fact that that's what it is. Even though Logan tells her that's what it is. Okay. Okay. And she goes into this tailspin. She drops out of college. She has a huge fight with Lorelai because Lorelai's like, "This is the whole like This is what we've been working towards, and you're gonna throw it away off of one dumb guy's comment." And right. She, is. she steals a yacht. She goes to jail. She has to do community service, which is really too light for what she did. And she moves out of Lorelai's house and in with Lorelai's parents. And she's really just become the epitome of the person Lorelai would have hated. Because oh, she starts dressing no. like Emily, lets Emily, like, because they start fawning over her. Because they're just glad to have her in the house. They give her the boat house. Or not the boathouse, but the club ha- the pool house, which is this sure. big house. sure. Yeah, and they just spoil her, and she works for the DAR, which Emily is a part of, and she hosts, like, these trivial little teas, and she gets concerned about all this meaningless rich people stuff. Okay. And Lorelai is so disappointed. And eventually that all kinds of, kind of comes around, and she goes back to Yale and graduates, obviously. Sure. But that's the kind of person Rory is, is she's whiny, and she is entitled, and she becomes literally, like, the opposite of who lorelei has always strived to be Uh uh-huh the end (laughs) the end oh no yeah oh oh she keeps dating logan and then right around graduation so this happens in the last two episodes too uh logan proposes to her okay and in front of a whole bunch of people she says i need to think about it Uh and then she doesn't talk to him until graduation happens
1: Oh, no. And
0: after graduation, she sees him, and she goes to talk to him, and she says, like, I can't. I can't marry you. And that's it. Like, she breaks up with him. The end? The end. Ugh, Corey. I just... So how can we make it better? And we got to make it better quick. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) Well, (laughs) saying as I've seen, maybe... Maybe twenty scattered episodes in the first two seasons, max. Um, I I couldn't tell you unless I was going to go off script. Mm -hmm. Sounds sounds to me like we need to start by getting rid of the "we were on a break" thing because for everybody. Yeah what a what a real butthole move.
0: Yeah, it's my least favorite storytelling device ever and it gets used a lot I would love if we cut that out for Luke and Lorelai it's so close to the end of the series you could have them have that crisis and maybe so we'll resolve the Lorelai thing first and then we'll talk about Rory how about that sure sure so I think you could have the same crisis of she's ready to get married he's afraid to commit and so she says gives him the whole same speech of like it's now or never okay and he says he says like like, I, I need, I have to think about it. And he panics. And she leaves, and maybe you see Christopher call her, and it's just left, like, blank. Like, you
1: don't see what happens after that. Hmm. So you're left wondering if she does. Yeah. And maybe the episode yeah. ends, in the next episode... Yep. Next episode... <gasps> ooh, ooh, ooh. What if it ends the episode with him calling her and asking if he can come over... Mm-hmm. And the next episode, it starts with Luke coming to her house in the morning, yep. and she's kind of, like, opening the right. door partway. Right, well, Because the thing is... Oh. Listen, listen, listen. Wait, wait, wait. I was gonna say,
0: because then you still have that same anxiety as the Watcher of them... Like of you thinking, oh no, she's messed up and then you have all the emotions of you see Luke drive up with all the stuff in his back in the back of his truck and he's sure. like, ready to go.
1: Right. So yeah. so what happens is he shows up, she opens the door, she's being a little bit sketchy, but only in the best mm-hmm. T V drama way. She opens mm-hmm. the door part way, he says, Can we talk? She's really upset about the day before maybe she has slept in she's not all the way awake yet you don't know whether or not christopher is in the house and it Mm -hmm. plays on that anxiety of maybe he is maybe he isn't but finally luke makes a big like is someone here kind of gesture burst into the Mm -hmm. house thinking christopher is going to be there and you see that it's just Lorelei and Rory sleeping in a bag of their own i don't know junk food junk food yeah that's i, really I al- just that's picture i just picture them sleeping on the floor inside yeah. of a dorito bag on <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's in their living room surrounded by pillows dorito bags and and cheeseburger wrappers and pizza sure. boxes
1: yeah and you see that they have just taken the entire night to mourn a relationship you think is over mhm in a, sees, <laughs> in a more appropriate
0: way,
1: in a more appropriate way, maybe less healthy, but you see that she has not cheated on him. Mm-hmm. They were on a break, and she was a very nice lady, and did not did not get married to someone else while they were on a break, mm-hmm. or shortly thereafter. Um and. He, they get married. They get married in a tent yeah. in the woods. Well, and I singing. think
0: you should, I think you should still have the, so he packed up the whole truck and maybe Lorelai doesn't ever see the truck until he bursts into the house and they have all this. And then he's like so relieved and he says, like, I just need you, I need you to come outside. And she's still kind of grumpy. And aggravated, and he's like, I have coffee. And she (laughs) agrees, because she loves coffee. And so she follows him outside, and he does have coffee. But also, as she's, like, sipping the coffee and becoming more awake, she realizes that the back of his truck is all packed up, and she's like, where are you going? And he's like, we're going to get married. And she's like, what? And he's like, I thought about it. And I just just like to see you happy, and I'd like to see you happy for the rest of our lives. And then they, they go and they get married i love it we'll just end it sweet
1: with with her storyline because it seems like she's had a lot of great character development maybe we just cut out a little bit of the a little bit of the drama
0: let let her make a better life decision she's grown up she through the course of the series goes from being the manager of someone else's inn to she and Mm -hmm. suki her best friend the cook open their own inn called the dragonfly inn which they find as this ramshackle rundown place and they finally convince the lady to sell it to them or she she dies and it becomes available and she gets it and they get it and they build it up to this beautiful beautiful place and so she's really flourished so i think Mm -hmm. this would fit and it's close to the end so you still get all the drama and anticipation and all that you that you get from the other ending
1: Sure, but, but maybe married. you get to see them be yeah. happier for a couple episodes. They get married; they're super happy. They even deserve Rory. It. Even if Rory is still not making the best life decisions, you get to mm-hmm. see that at least Lorelai has made better better choices, and there's hope right. for Rory because because Lorelai has exactly. made better life choices. Exactly, you see, I was. A- I was about to say the same thing,
0: that at least if Lorelai's life turns out all right at the end of the series, then
1: you know, like, Rory can get it together. Sure, because you see at the very, very beginning of the series, Lorelai was the same person that Rory is in different ways. Mm -hmm. She was a mess. She was making bad life decisions, bad relationship decisions, not Mm -hmm. making, like, I don't know. She... She was being flighty and not being very mature, mm-hmm. which in a different way, it sounds like Rory is being.
0: Yes. Right. Rory really kind of spirals into being the kind of person Lorelai was at the beginning, Mm-hmm. even though she started off being more like the way Lorelai ends up in the end. So I think it would also be nice to give Lor- Rory a little bit more positive like story arc instead of just spiraling into nonsense. Sure, well,
1: we could build off of her original story arc and keep her having some of these traits, but help her to grow out of them as much as she's growing into them. So maybe... Yeah, because the problem
0: is, the show ends it off in such a way, or at least all these problems she creates get resolved in ways that make it really hard to root for Rory. Sure. (laughs) Because her response to getting caught having broken up Dean's marriage... Is to say, like, to defend herself by saying, well, he's her dean. And you're like, no, he's a married man. He's not yours.
1: Right. You dated him in high school. Get over it.
0: Yeah. So I'd love to see her actually. And the story, the the show as it is, doesn't ever hold her to that or make her grow up. Okay. Really. So I think it would be cool if she doesn't make some of those
1: mistakes. Hmm. So maybe, so maybe she breaks them up. That's Mm -hmm. where, that's kind of her eye-opening moment. Like rock bottom. Yeah, she she gets them broken up. Ruins this man's marriage. Mm -hmm. Realizes that she has kind of become the worst person. Yeah, she's the villain. Yeah, realizes she's become the villain. I think maybe Lorelai is the only one who's able to say, no, he's not your dean.
0: He is mm-hmm. a married
1: man and you you ruined his life. And then you left him. You left him there and now he has to pick up the shattered pieces. So maybe Rory makes amends. Maybe instead of her walking away from that broken situation, she mm-hmm. in any type of way attempts to help mend their relationship. So she yeah. she provides the olive branch to his ex-wife, apologizes, mm-hmm. tries to... Like, urge him to make moves to reconcile. Because it sounds like he married a sweet lady.
0: Maybe she's willing
1: to forgive him and they can move on.
0: Yeah, I think that would be good. And have Rory recognize... Maybe you could have some kind of scene where she
1: sees herself. (laughs) Right, I think that she's going to have to... She's going to have to have some sort of moment where she looks in the mirror... And she sees herself as the villain. She sees herself mm-hmm. as, I have become a prep school booty who is not nice to people. Right. Who takes everything for granted. Who doesn't appreciate the fact that my mom gave me this really, really wonderful life. And mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that she can't have a relationship with her grandparents. But she's not just flying off the handle. And then never coming back. Right. Well, it even makes me think if
0: that's her moment of realization that she's become like this entitled person, that really the version of herself that she and her mom have been chasing, like this person who goes to Chilton and then goes to Harvard or Yale or whatever, isn't someone she wants to be. Uh-huh. Like maybe she even realizes who she is because she's in one of those high society parties and someone else is talking about how they're the other woman in someone's life and she realizes Ooh. how horrible that is. Yeah, she sees and this she from realized, someone like, else's viewpoint yeah, and judges she sees them. herself. Yeah, and she really has to reassess and she talks to Lorelai and has a heart to heart about it instead of the whole like just defending herself or whatever. And then she makes a am- makes amends and works at that. And then I think she should still drop out of Yale. Okay. But not because Logan's dad tells her she doesn't have the chops to be a reporter, mm-hmm. but because she doesn't want to be that kind of person. Okay. And she so- realizes she needs to, she wants to go back to her roots in Stars Hollow. And maybe she sees some kind of news article or runs. she gets to meet her like idol, Christian Amanpour, who's this world traveling reporter lady she gets to meet her she stays at the dragonfly Inn once oh maybe when she meets her and she's asking her she could ask her for advice and be like what would be your best advice to someone who wants to be a reporter and the lady says something like start with what you know or go back to your roots that kind of thing Mm, mm -hmm. and Rory decides she needs to go back to Stars Hollow and she stays with her mom they rebuild their relationship after it kind of fell apart because of the whole Dean thing Sure. And she starts working on becoming more like Lorelai instead of more like her grandparents and the other people at that prestigious school.
1: Sure. And then and I what if she I starts... Don't, I don't oh. think that she's going to... Here's the thing. She's worked really, really hard and spent a whole lot of money in order to get this degree. What mm-hmm. if she doesn't leave forever? What if she right. eventually... You see that she's enrolled in classes again, but after she's maybe taken a small-town internship and well, I started think, caring about real issues again? Well, since it's early 2000s,
0: it would be a great time for her to start a blog. Ooh. And it'd be all about Stars Hollow and her life with her mom and all these different people, and it's this really loving, cherishing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And maybe it picks up a following... And then she re-enrolls in classes because she like feels like she has closure and she feels prepared. And she wants to finish her degree. And she goes back to classes and maybe she has to present something that she worked on while she was away. Or some kind of proof of how do you know you're ready to return to academics or whatever. Sure. And part of it is she has to share her writing and she shares that blog and it's meaningful. And somebody says, this is really good. Like you could make a book out of this. Ooh, and so yeah. she switches to creative writing, and she writes a... <laughs> no, she writes shameless, a shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm an English major, not a creative writing major. Sure, um, but I
1: still The feel same like... department. It, it, so is it journalism, was a...
0: though. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. But she changes to creative writing, and she her thesis, like her final project, is this memoir about her life with her mom.
1: Aww. And it's sweet and not exploitive sure no i i i love that to her mom i think that she has to get a little bit more flack for ruining this guy's marriage and right destroying his entire life i
0: think i think part of her time back in stars hollow is gonna be like instead of having to go do trash pickup on the side of the road like she did for stealing the yacht she her penance her penance is having to see how the rest of the town sees her knowing what she did and having to rebuild relationships with all those people
1: what if and this is maybe a stretch what if she Mm -hmm. sees and meets this guy's wife outside of him and doesn't realize that it's his wife because she's Mm. never met her she just kind of said oh you're married not not anymore and befriends this girl who then goes on to tell her about her husband who cheated on her Ooh. That would cut her deep. It would cut her deep. It would also be a really good way to help her her reconcile. Right. Well, because it would obviously ruin the friendship when both of them realized who each other were. Yeah. But it would also be a huge, huge catalyst for her realizing, okay, I'm not just the main character in this. I'm also the antagonist in somebody else's story. Right. Because I think that she doesn't get to be friends with that girl anymore or Dean at all. They cut her out and she has to... I think they
0: may... Maybe they even move away. Like, they start a new life somewhere else. Maybe. Who knows? That part's not important. But what is important is that we have a Rory who grows up and acknowledges her problematic behavior... And works towards being a better person and recognizes the admirable qualities in her mom and wants to Mm -hmm. be more like that and less like the kind of person her mom was afraid of becoming.
1: Right. So she becomes this healthy medium, kind of a Switzerland between her grandparents and her mom.
0: Yeah. Which would give nice closure to that of, because in the original, Lorelei indicates to Emily that, hey, I'll talk to you more about something on at Friday dinner. And Emily's like, what? You're going to come to Friday dinner? And she's like, yeah, I've gotten used to it. So it can kind of also Aww. be a catalyst for like repairing that relationship or keeping that relationship going of, like, hey, like we'll still get together. Sure.
1: Maybe they, maybe they make a comment at the end that says, hey, we need to make sure we get that other chair fixed because there was a, there was a broken chair the whole series. Um, that yeah. I'm inventing right now. Okay. She goes, we're we we're, we're definitely going to have to get that chair arm fixed if Luke is going to be joining us.
0: Mm-hmm. And then they do. as, And I think we've come to the better end. I think we have. Well, thank you for joining us. If you've made it with us this far, please make sure you're subscribed if you aren't already on whatever platform you like best because we're on them all. And if you would, give us five stars... We'd love some more stars over there. And give us a rating if you really, really like this episode. We'd love that. Leave us a review. And if you have any suggestions for stories you'd like us to talk about or stories, like ideas you'd like us to write endings for, you can send those to suggestions <laughs> at tothebetterend.com
1: and... Who do we need to tell thank you? I think we should tell our good, good friend Josh thank you for writing such wonderful intro and outro music, the Star's Hollow Anthem.
0: Yes, thank you to our good, good friend Josh, and goodbye to everyone else. Goodbye.